Lotus FM News with Sureshin Pillay. Five o'clock, good afternoon. Double murder accused Ramiz Patel does not have to cough up any bail money for his release. The presiding officer in the Polokwana Magistrates Court in Devua, Munyai, said he had not decided on the bail amount. Patel is accused of beating a man, Tony Adams, to death with a hockey stick two years ago and the murder of his wife, Fatima. Patel's attorney, Tumi Mokwena, requested that the previous bail of 250,000 rand be kept as security for today's bail. It was paid for Patel's release in relation to the murder of his wife. Komotsu Mabelane reports. Ramiz Patel showed relief over the court's decision to grant him bail. The presiding officer in this Metandivuo Munyai said the state had provided no evidence whatsoever with regard to this matter. Munyai said there is no evidence that Patel's release will lead to a disturbance in public order or that if released on bail he will evade trial or interfere with witnesses. Munyai also said that there was no evidence that Patel ever violated his previous bail conditions. The family of the deceased, Tony Adams, say they are very disappointed about the court's decision Matric candidates who were involved in group copying and had their results nullified during the 2014 examinations will be permitted to write examinations in October and November. That's according to Basic Education Minister Angie Motsecha, who briefed the media in Pretoria. The most affected provinces are KwaZulu-Natal and the Eastern Cape. Motsecha says they have put in place measures to combat group copying. 153 examination centres were implicated in the group copying However, the investigation process was delayed as priority was given to address the, the irregularities that emerged in the 2014 National Senior Certificate. You'll recall we have your senior certificates and then you have your national senior certificates. And as we're investigating, we're picking up that there would have been also instances where in the senior certificate, not the national senior certificate, there would have been group copying. Home Affairs Deputy Minister Fatima Chohan says the new visa regulations are aimed at reducing corruption at the country's border posts, not hampering business and trade. She was addressing the Trade and Investment KwaZulu-Natal Compliance Workshop on South Africa's new immigration regulations in Durban. Changes specify that tourists coming from countries where citizens are required to have a visa need to appear in person during the visa application process. Chohan says there's unnecessary hype about the new regulations. What we're finding is that there is a great deal of um, hype about uh, the impact of the regulations on trade and industry, but also uh, in relation to tourism. So um, we want to highlight those positive aspects that will facilitate and ease uh, the, the flow of goods and, and people, but also uh, to say to our stakeholders that uh, in accessing those benefits, uh, there are certain procedures and uh, bureaucratic uh, uh, hurdles that they have to comply with. Chinese authorities say everything possible must be done to assist the victims of two massive explosions that ripped through an industrial area in the Chinese port city of Tianjin. It has emerged that at least 50 people are now known to have been killed and more than 500 others injured. Hospitals are struggling to cope with a high number of casualties. The BBC's John Sudworth reports.
It was with daybreak that the full extent of the destruction became clear. Tower blocks with almost every window blown in, thousands of cars crumpled and burned, and giant articulated lorries flipped over on their sides. The official account of the dead and injured has been increasing steadily, with a number of firefighters among those killed. It's thought some were caught up in the second bigger explosion of such force that it was picked up by the US Geological Survey as a seismic event. The warehouse specialised in storing dangerous materials and it's not yet known what went wrong and finally out with the carbs and in with the fats banting diet guru professor tim noakes is sticking to his guns speaking at the university of kwazulu natal noakes used countless medical and sociological papers to back up his banting diet his book the real meal revolution is now the biggest selling ebook in south africa Noakes defends his ideas that the damage caused by the excessive intake of carbohydrates that inevitably converts to sugar is detrimental to one's health. Those cornflakes you had for breakfast, your body doesn't know that they're cornflakes which are advertised as being healthy. All it sees is the product that storms out once you've eaten them into your bloodstream. If you fed your children cornflakes this morning, you might as well have just put some glucose in a bottle and given it to them. There's nothing magic about these foods other than that they just provide glucose to the body. Noak says his life came to a head when he was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes in spite following what he and the rest of the medical world had been advocating a balanced diet. It is my opinion and I will argue this against anyone who wants to argue differently. These diseases of civilization or urbanization are nutritionally based. I believe now that 85% of the chronic ill health is nutritionally based. And I would never have said that beforehand. And the reason we don't accept that is because we can't comprehend the primitive knew better than we do what to eat for optimal health. I would argue that we are in a zoo and we are eating zoo food and we're sick as a consequence. Top story at 5 o'clock, double murder accused Ramiz Patel does not have to cough up any bail money for his release. I'm Sureshan Pillay, your headlines in half an hour.